Jesse live from the ESPN 690 and the Living Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns are both waiting to see whether the Browns can convince Deshaun Watson to come to Cleveland. I think most people believe that Deshaun is going to want to stay down south, Carolina, Atlanta, where he's from, maybe New Orleans, one of those three places. But Cleveland has put forth an impressive pitch. Now, if the Browns can convince him unexpectedly to come to Cleveland, well, then Baker Mayfield would become tradable. That is Adam Schefter talking about Baker Mayfield, Cleveland Browns, how it ties in with Deshaun Watson. Uh, we will get to that part of the story in just a moment. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I'm coming from you, coming from southwest Florida, kind of in the uh, Inglewood, Venice area, looking at the Gulf of Mexico. Those guys, uh, Austin and Casey, back in the Action Sports Shack studio. Sorry you couldn't join me down here. Are you back to working out, by the way, Casey? Uh, Austin, not you, Casey. Austin, Casey, are you, back, are you working uh, out, too? Are yeah. you getting in fight mode? Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, I've been in fight mode. For sure. Well, I know, but you took a little bit of a... I took a, I took a week off and just did, like, some light stuff. But, yeah, now I'm kind of back full go, sparring. Got some sparring in last night, which was good, so... All right. And yep. we got nothing moving yet on uh, on April? Nothing moving in April, no. All right. Keep us up to date. Will do. Um, I'm not working out either, just so you know. I had a thumbs <laughs> up last night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everything's going well for me, so... Uh, thumbs up is a shameless promotion. What would, would you go up. with? <laughs> oh, well, since we're promoting them, uh, Stuart yeah, Weber well. made a tweet that said yeah. the chicken tender was on sale. Oh, nice. And I said, oh, say less. So I said to Amanda, I'm like, hey, chicken tender's on sale. What are we doing? We got the chicken tender subs. So. No, sad. <laughs> coleslaw on there, too? What? Did you, you put coleslaw on there? No. Oh, wow. Never mind. What? Wait, what? Never mind. Yeah, man, because, like, you know, the Jaguar sub that comes with coleslaw? Yeah, I put coleslaw on there. Really? Is that a thing? No. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, gross. What is it? The which one was on sale again? Chicken tender. Just the casual <laughs> chicken tenders, and he's telling me to put coleslaw on it, which sounds like the worst thing that's been invented. You have you tried it before? Of course not. Coleslaw is horrible. Then that's oh, you don't like coleslaw? No. Really? It's disgusting. Really? All right. What's the appeal of eating coleslaw? Please. It's delicious. No, it's a not good that. crunch to it. Good consistency, a good flavor profile. What's bad about coleslaw, Casey? Everything you just mentioned. You're, you're unbelievable. Uh, Grow up and you just eat your chicken tenders then with nothing else. Uh, I will. Fine. Buffalo sauce. Thank you. <laughs> oh, bro, come on. What, what no. do you mean? No. No, go barbecue. or No, don't go buffalo sauce. That ruins a sandwich. That ruins the flavor profile. You know how strong buffalo sauce is? Gross. What are we doing? Gross. What a disaster. Uh, yeah, <laughs> what, is, what is? I don't know. I don't. I'm kind of with you, Casey. I'm not sure on the pub sub Thank chicken you. tender one. I'm going with coleslaw, but I think that might be a Wisconsin thing where you probably have like uh, it, that coleslaw kind of feel like you don't put that on brats, but you put the other stuff on the brats. What you guys that? do realize the Jaguar sub does come with coleslaw, right? Listen, man. Yeah. That's I mean, how how are you gonna say I'm Wisconsin when literally? The, the the city that hosts the Jacksonville Jaguars is putting coleslaw on a pub sub. I don't know, man. Have you seen the team? <laughs> it's, not my, it's not my problem. Uh, the sub the sub represents the team, and neither are good right now. So what else problem? is on the Jag sub? That's a good question. Uh, what is it? Bacon, cheese, slaw. Oh, no. What do you mean, no? Like it's I good. I was thinking of sauerkraut, by the way, for you Wisconsin guy. That's what I was thinking of. Well, no, this is yeah, this is Jaguars. We're not doing sauerkraut here, Casey. What do you mean, no? 
I mean, like... What's wrong with bacon? No, no, you no, 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 no. bacon now. No, I was saying no to coleslaw. Sorry, I was... Chi- okay. Like, cheese, bacon, yes. All four. With yeah, the chicken, yeah. all good. Then you okay. bring some weird fruit salad, like the Wiggles, well, yummy, yummy type situation. Well, well, look, no. at it, well, look at it like this, Casey. On a, on a sub sandwich, on a, whatever you want to call it, a hero or a hoagie, whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. traditionally you can find some lettuce, correct? I do like lettuce. Cr- traditionally you can, you can find some maybe some mayo, right? Yeah. Well, traditionally? Could. Traditionally, sure. Okay, and traditionally you can find some greens. So, like, uh, we'll say peppers or something like that. Mm, yeah. Tra- I'm saying traditionally. Yeah. So, traditionally, what is wrong with coleslaw when I just hit three of the things that are, are a major part of coleslaw? Because it's gross. Okay, well, there you go, man. I, I don't know what else to tell you, dude. I don't know what else to tell you. It's bad. By but, the way, if we're talking NFL subs, um, the best one, and I, I, the, the Jag sub is good. And by the way, gr- grow up, you two. Like, if you don't know that the coleslaw comes on a Jaguar sub, I don't know what to tell you. We talk about the Jags how many times a day on this show, <laughs> and you guys had no idea that the Jag sub comes with coleslaw. So I'm I, a little embarrassed right now. That's the sound of our dollars just going downhill because no one's going to be taking us seriously anymore. But the Falcon sub in Atlanta is really good as well because they put stuffing, turkey, and cranberry sauce in there. I like that one. In Atlanta. I like that. Goes hard. Thanksgiving, sir. Thanksgiving Atlanta sandwich. goes hard. Atlanta goes hard now. That's good. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Can't 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 uh, lie about it. Yeah. So, all right, there you go, uh, Publix. You're welcome. You guys should be embarrassed, by the way, because I'm embarrassed for you. You should see the I'm YouTube. Not- it's just a bunch of coleslaws, horrible. Like it's just. They're so. I'm not other. a. Uh, I'm not a. Like a uh, pub sub. As soon as it goes on sale, my gosh, I got to run and stand in line, guy, to begin with. So, you're talking to the wrong guy. About that, all you right. know, I've always said this. I've always said this too. I like subs, right? Think about all the different places you can get subs in town, whether it's like Larry's or Jimmy John's well, cutting, or cutting all Jersey the Mice Cutting or, all the commercials right now. Oh, I do. Yeah, trying to get all the – Casey says I'm, one thing we question him, cutting all the endorsements right now. Subway. Yeah. So like, like, yeah. Hey, hit, hit that Wawa, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wawa, Subway needs yeah. a Jag sandwich. Anybody <laughs> needs <laughs> a Jag Trevor Lawrence. Angie subs. Angie's grub <laughs> at the Angie's. beach. You know what I'm saying? Angie's? Yeah. Yeah, we would like a sub named after us. Oh, some of that Peruvian sauce. Come on. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Biggest uh, chef's ever. <laughs> but, uh, so anyway, but you know what I never do is I never crave a sub. Like, you know when you're thinking about what to eat for lunch or dinner, and like, we're always kind of on the go a lot, like, all right, what's around the station? And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to go there. I don't like, I don't like. oh, man, I got to go get a whatever sub today. Mm-hmm. But I like them when I'm there. Like, I love eating subs, but it just never is like, I'm never craving it to the point where I want to go get it. So, therefore, that's like a little bit of the backstory of why I'm not like, Stand in line for 40 minutes to get a pump sub, too. I got you. Oh, you know? I, I have cravings now. Yeah, for sure. I have some cravings sometimes. Um, you do have some cravings. Oh, right? no. For so, yeah, for, for, for yeah. any kind of sub. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a sub fanatic. All right. Yeah, I like the um, Hey, the, the, we're <laughs> so from subs to um, is... Is Baker Mayfield going to be subbed out in a moment for Deshaun Watson? You like that? You like that? Okay. <laughs> By the way, that would be a Jersey Mike's play because that started up in Ohio, I think. Um, Evan Ingram. It didn't start in Jersey? Yeah, what the hell? I don't know. For real? I, I had it for the first time up in uh, uh, Ohio for me. So, okay. and I know they're a, they're all over the place in Ohio. They're not. They're are they as frequent here down here? 
Judging mics? Yeah, they're around. Yeah. yeah, they're around for sure. Like a lot of them, or like I don't, I don't, I, I know it's like I feel like I've seen one of them in town. No, actually, now I know where two of them. By the by the way, <laughs> yep. Jersey Mike subs originated in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, because you know called Jersey Mike subs. Yeah. So yeah, but for me they originated. I don't I don't <laughs> frequent Jersey. They originated in Ohio for me. Okay, well I'm just saying the first one was in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, because you know sense. called Jersey Mike subs. <laughs> that makes sense. Wasn't called Ohio Mike subs. You know? <laughs> So, just to help you out yeah, there a little enough. bit. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. Uh, let me uh, get back to Watson and Mayfield in a minute. But the Jags have officially announced, and they did this 10 minutes ago before we get on subs, uh, their free agent signings that everybody has already reported on. But Ingram, Fadakasi, Jones, Kirk, Aluakon, Sheriff, Williams, official Jags players now. Um, and they have uh, made that happen. Meanwhile... I want to share with you that uh, uh, Stuart Weber is down at the stadium, and they are meeting with Doug Peterson and uh, Trent Baalke right now. The media is, some select media. And Stuart Weber's down there for Action Sports Chats. He'll call in a little bit later, give us uh, more of an update. But this is what he's tweeted so far. Doug said, help the team uh, with the additions. Trevor, a big part of that. The skill position is a big component, so it feels like we've made some good upgrades there. Stewart also tweeting, uh, Trent said this, Linder and I just had a good conversation. No decision made there. We're moving forward. Also has conversations with Cam on franchise tag, hoping to get extension done sooner oh. rather than later. L Linder's gone then, as far as I'm concerned. Because last time we heard that was, hey, Miles Jack's really excited to play in this defense. Can't wait. That's what Mike Caldwell said. And then what happened to Miles Jack? Yeah, that's a good call. There you go. Um, a little more, Trent. Still have 12 draft picks uh, addressing the release of Miles Jack on that front. Doug said skill set of signings and how they fit in our plan are important in deciding who we get. Trent says culture fit the first step. Lots of research on this uh, we were interested in. So uh, that's coming off Stuart Weber. He'll continue to share some of the thoughts. Uh I what I'm wondering is what does we had a good decision with Brandon Linder. We're working on this. We're moving forward. Mean does that mean they wanted him to restructure Austin? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay, I, we're not I, I, the I, I, I right now. Some, yeah. Yeah. I think there's something to that. Absolutely. Yeah. I I think that's possibly in play. Didn't you see a report today out of like St. Augustine or whatever case you shared with me that like Linder was going to be cut. Casey? Oh, he's... What? Uh, all right, listen to the album. What's going on up there? Um, I'm working. Okay, my bad. Oh, so uh, Brett was saying there was a, some some kind of source out of St. Augustine saying that Brandon Linder could be cut. Uh, well, I sent everyone the same screenshot. So, yeah, there was that, that it was already done from this morning. But I said, hey, is this real? <laughs> Brent said no. So I'm not really <laughs> sure why we're bringing it up. <laughs> well, because, well, because Trent Polky just said that they've had discussions with Linder and we're moving forward. So we're trying to interpret what does that mean? Did they think about releasing him and cutting him? Did they want him to restructure? Or are they just going to go status quo? Again, we talked about this last couple of days about their offensive line. I think they don't want to open up holes on that offensive line when they know they've got spots filled. And I also said to Doug Peterson two weeks ago, asked him point blank, do you feel like you're set at the center position with Linder and now Shatley? And he said, yeah, we're set. So... Again, things can change in those couple of weeks. I don't expect Doug Peterson to share every secret with us. So that I think this speaks to they were trying to restructure him 
and he's going to be on the team, but they still would, wouldn't mind restructuring him. That, that's what it sounds like to me. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, if, if your GM says, Linder and I just had a good conversation, no decision made there, and we're moving forward, I mean, what decision are we talking about then? You know, I mean, because everyone expects him to be back this season. Like, that's, I think, what the general public would, would decide. So if we're saying, you know, no decision made, yeah, I think there's something to this. I think there's talks of contract nego- like restructuring, whatever the case may be. So, I mean, as of now, he's a Jaguar. But I do think in terms of if he doesn't agree to restructure, he might be out. Yeah, there's a lot that could still go down there. Um and again, move, we're moving forward is pretty interesting. So, uh, we'll have to see. Stuart Weber's down there. He'll he'll be able to jump in with us and, and check in on that. I will say this: player, you talk about this, Austin. Players don't like to be asked to restructure, right? Uh, well, it, it all depends. I mean, sometimes it can benefit you where if you're paid up front. You know, like I, I think back to um, the Marcel Darius uh, restructure. Remember where they gave him all the money up front? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think actually he preferred that. So he preferred it. Uh, yeah, so uh, I do think sometimes it can benefit the player. But uh, but usually, yeah, players don't like to be restructured because contracts are contracts. Yeah, and uh, like I know there are some players in the past that have said no. Player, like uh, I know, well, I'm pretty confident. I don't. I shouldn't say I know with 100% certainty, but I've heard enough and, and pretty confident that even I think in the last year before they cut him, this wasn't having to do with cutting him, but I think they might have tried to get Calais to restructure and he didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't seem to fit him. So player has a right to say no. That's what this screams to me is. This screams to me like Brandon Litter might have been asked to restructure and he's like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And so kind of put them in a place of, okay, either make a move and get rid of me or I'm going to work with this contract. And so we'll see. Stuart Weber probably have a little bit more insight on that. We're reading tweets coming out of Jags headquarters, and Stuart's down there, Fraction Sports Shacks, uh, meeting with Trent Balky and Doug Peterson. But the Linder situation seems to be one that could remain in flux a little bit. I'm not in favor of the Jaguars opening up more holes on their offensive line. I understand we can question injury history. We can, end, we can question injury history with a guy they just gave $50 million to, and Brandon Sheriff as well. Uh, I think... I want as many good players on the football team for the Jags right now as possible, especially protecting Trevor Lawrence. I think Brandon Linder is a good football player. And so uh, we'll see what they decide to do on that front. All right, let's go back uh, to Cleveland, not the home of Jersey Mike's. Uh, and <laughs> Baker Mayfield, is it is it over regardless of if they get Deshaun Watson or not in, in Cleveland for Baker Mayfield based on what he said last night? No, I, I think this is a case of the rumors uh, of Deshaun Watson and, and the Browns at least, you know, talking and being interested with each other. I think it's a case of an emotional quarterback in his feelings and tweeting out how he felt at the time. Like, I, I, uh, just be okay, I, I'll say it like this. If Deshaun Watson doesn't go to Cleveland, I don't think Baker Mayfield's out of a job this year. In Cleveland, I mean. You know what I'm so saying? He'll like, be the quarterback yeah, of the Cleveland yeah, Browns. correct, correct. But has the damage been done either way that this is his last year in Cleveland? I mean, it's not looking good with his, you know, his performances recently. I mean, if he comes out and sets the league on fire, well, then I think you kind of have to justify trying to make it work with him staying in Cleveland. But nothing that we've seen from Baker Mayfield so far would suggest that he's capable of doing that. Why the warm and fuzzy note? 
felt a little premature, didn't it? Yeah, it's like I said. I mean, this is he's he's an emotional guy. You know, I mean, uh, th- th- this happens all the time. Like th- that'd be like saying. You know, when the rumors were Deshaun Watson interested in, in San Francisco, you didn't see Trey Lance come out and say, well, I guess this is it. Yeah. Thanks for, you know, I mean, it's yeah. it, it's just it, it's taking some hearsay. It's taking some news and, and it's running with it and it's thinking the worst for yourself. And that's what uh, that's what um, Baker Mayfield did. Dude was draking. Dude, dude was draking. That that hey, that's Drake a new thing, Casey. That's a new thing now. <laughs> what do you mean? That's good. I mean, I'm saying any time a player gets caught in their feelings, we're gonna call that draking from now on. <laughs> I thought I we like already that. did. Okay. Okay. Whoa. Good. Yep. Put put that in the archives. Appreciate that. Yep. Yeah. You just we're gonna give you credit for it, Kate. Yeah, that's even better. Absolutely. You know, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mayfield's an interesting, interesting situation in Cleveland. I don't believe Deshaun Watson's going to end up in Cleveland. Although, I told you this yesterday. I told you this, I think, on uh, Monday. I wondered this, I think, even on social media over the weekend when Amari Cooper got traded to Cleveland. Could this be part of a mega deal for Watson in play for the Browns? And that's what appeals to a guy like Amari Cooper as well, that he could end up playing with Watson to go along with what you've already said, Austin, the running game and the offensive line, uh, I, I guess I'm not surprised Cleveland's in play to some degree. I just don't think they win the lottery on Watson at the end of the day. Yeah, time will tell. I mean, you know, this is really Watson's choice here. I mean, he, he has kind of all the power of where he wants to go. He's going to have the final say. And if we're comparing Atlanta, Carolina, Cleveland, I'm, I mean, I don't think San Francisco is really going to be the option, even though the rumors are saying it could be. I mean, Cleveland is the best team out of all those teams, I believe. You know, in terms of offensive line, in terms of, I think weapons is debatable. But I think just a, in an overall team, like, you know, Carolina's coming off a pretty rough season. Atlanta, they're still kind of in rebuilding mode. Um, Cleveland was disappointing last year. And all that had to do with Baker Mayfield. So now you put a good quarterback in Cleveland, what does that look like with maybe the, the best running game in the NFL? Could be something special. Yeah. Um, be very interesting to watch. Where does Deshaun Watson end up? All right. Stuart Weber is tweeting coming out of Jags headquarters with uh, Trent Palkey, Doug Peterson. We'll learn more about what they're saying about the whole free agency period and what the plans are going into the draft right now. I'm sure they tell us all their secrets. <laughs> that is on the way. I'm hungry after all the sub talk. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Rolls on. Talking some more football. Don't forget. We got to talk a little bit about March Madness and those brackets. I hope you have yours filled out. We'll give you some upsets. Our final four, the national champ, and you can go to ESPN690.com and register your bracket for a million dollar prize. Perfect bracket gets a million dollars. Going to go to ESPN690.com. You can't win if you don't play. So just go to ESPN690.com to do that. We'll have the first four games on ESPN690 tonight here on the airways. And right before that and after our show, in the middle of it all, is Casey Kurtz and Brian Middleton. Action Sports Shacks OT will take you up till 6.30. We'll be right back. Kentucky gets to the final four. And it's not just Oscar Sheeboy. Like, the guy, absolutely, look at his numbers. 15 rebounds, five of them offensive rebounds. Yep. He's out-rebounded every single team they played all season. 
He's been a leading scorer on a rebounder on Kentucky and out-rebounding their opponent's leading rebounder. The other thing is the pieces fit, all right? Kellen Grady knocks down jumper. Savio Wheeler gets him in transition and is a shot creator. Toppin and Keon Brooks can defend multiple positions. Mm -hmm. Ty Ty Washington's a ball guard who can make plays. Kentucky's complete. They got pushed back against Tennessee. That's a little basketball talk. What's your bracket look like? Upsets? A plenty? Austin Lane? Man, I don't know right now. It's crazy over here at the studio, Brent. It's absolutely nuts over here. It's wild what's oh, transpiring wild. right now outside of the studio. So we were on Goose Watch a couple of days oh, ago. Goose now, update. Goose no, update. No, 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 no. Now we have a Gator Watch. There's a Gator right outside of our window. Oh. Um, he was chilling there. He seemed I to make a you move there was a gator there. on something. Casey, are we talking six feet, seven feet? Yeah. It's I mean, he, it's he, bigger than expected now that it's all the way out of the water. Yeah, he's taller than me. And he seems to have something. He seemed to chomp on something. I can't tell what he's eating or what he's got in his mouth. He's got something in his mouth right now. It's absolute uh -oh. chaos outside of ESPN 690 Studios. And there's a duck by him, too. So, like, it. Uh-oh. Is half the building out there watching this unfold? Nope, it's just me and Casey right now bringing this down because I don't think anybody knows what's, what's happening right now besides Casey and I. It's exciting stuff, Brent. Oh, really? Yeah, it just, just happened. Um, wow. Uh, the, we, I told we had this conversation yesterday. We went from duck, duck, goose to now we got a gator. And we, I told you that guy was in there. No, you did, but, you know, I, like, we've seen baby gators there, and I thought that was a baby gator, and me and Casey kind of confirmed that in talking during the break, but now his entire body is out of the water, and this is, this is a pretty big gator we're talking about. Sending you pictures now. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Make sure you share. Yeah. Uh, we're like Animal Planet here on ESPN 690. Maybe we should start doing a, well, at the very least, a hunting show. I mean, I think, you know, we have the fishing report going on. Might as well add some gator talk and some goose talk while we're at it. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yep. Um, hey, this uh, some news in on Zadarius Smith. Four-year, $35 million deal. Max value of $50 million with the Baltimore Ravens. Nice pickup by Baltimore. They continue to shore up their defense. He's a pretty good player. The Packers had to kind of let get away, right? Yeah, he, he underachieved a little bit last season. They chose to keep Preston Smith over Zadarius Smith, but still a hell of a playmaker. Can get after the quarterback. Uh, if you think the Ravens got a good one there. Um, here's the deal. Uh, a couple of things coming out of Jags headquarters today. Um, one, it sounds like the Jags want to extend Cam Robinson. They see him as a part of this thing going forward. Does that surprise you that this might not be as much of, hey, let's just fill the hole right now and carry on because it's better than maybe we can do and it positions us nicely for the draft? Instead, this is the Jags basically saying, we already have our future left tackle. Is there a surprise in that for you? Uh, I mean, there is a little bit of a surprise. But at the same time, you know, if you're going to give him just a prove-it deal and say, okay, well, we're going to franchise tag you, let's see what you got. If he indeed does have a big season this year, well, then who's to say he's going to come back here? You know what I'm saying? Because he'll be a free agent. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't franchise take him a third time, right? He'll like be out of taxes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, if Doug Peterson sees something in him, if Trent Baalke does, then by all means, shore him up, you know? Yeah. 
that's the route. Of course, they could go that route. I think it's like middle of July, July 15th or something. Mm -hmm. And so they could come up with an extension. Uh, but I just, I wasn't sure in my own mind, are, okay, are they just saying this is, let's let's roll this thing through it. Let's get another year out of Cam and really let them prove it. And then we'll make the final decision on if we want to spend that money. If we do that, we've still got Walker Little. We can develop him a little bit more. We can see more out of him. And in this draft, that means we don't have to go get an offensive lineman. We can go get pass rusher because, like I've said all along, I still think the value to upgrade your team is in the pass rusher in this draft more so than even the offensive line at number one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I did not anticipate them maybe extending. Well, listen, I'm a guy that didn't anticipate them even tagging Cam Robinson. Yeah. And I just didn't think that they would even be in the conversation of extending Cam Robinson. So this might just be a me thing. And by the way, I don't hate it. I don't hate Cam Robinson. I think Cam Robinson's a good player. I'm just not sure we're all convinced enough that he's going to be a four- or five-year, $70 million guy, whatever the market might say, for your left tackle. No, and that's the thing as well. I mean, if you do offer him a new contract, you're kind of pot committed to Cam Robinson, you know, and does he have the capabilities to be a top five left tackle in the league? It's, you know, it's, it's hard to say from what we've seen so far, but offering him a new deal is going to show, hey, we are committed to him going forward, and he'll, he'll be, you know, short up in that left tackle spot for years to come if that's the case. Yeah, and Peterson, by the way, has said that, that uh, um, Scherf is going to play the right guard spot, uh, but the rest of the starting five is going to have to earn it. <laughs> yeah. I think you just put Cam Robinson under a $17 million tag. You can't tell me he's going to earn his spot now, can you? No, I mean, I don't think that's the case either. Like, I think, I think he's earned his spot um, at that point. But, you know, if you want to use the coach rhetoric, then so be it. And now the rest of the offensive line seems like it's going to be a battle out there. Is Ben Barch going to be your left guard? Obviously, Brandon Linder's situation, which also is a little bit newsy on the day. And I really want Stuart Weber, once he's done down there, to jump in with us because I want to understand the context rather than just read tweets. But it certainly is interpreted, in my opinion, that they wanted to try to restructure Brandon Linder. They want him around, but maybe not for what he's been paid or being paid given his injury history. And... The, the quote out of there is, I talked to Brandon, uh, this is Trent Balky. I talked to Brandon, and uh, uh, basically the end part was we're moving forward. So I feel like Brandon Linder is going to be a part of it, but it also sounds like my interpretation is they might ask him to restructure, and he really didn't want to do it. And by the way, players do that sometimes. Players don't want to restructure contracts. So it looks like they're going to battle out the rest of the offensive line, but I'm not sure it's much of a battle in three of the spots. Brandon Linder, at least as of now, I got him penciled in as a center. Scherf is going to be your right guard. Cam Robinson at 17 mil a year is going to be your left tackle. And then it's Ben Barch uh, and, and Jawan Taylor, the incumbents, and then you have some um, guys that could compete. Even Shatley, who's a backup center, could compete at left guard. Will Richardson is being brought back, according to Jeremy Fowler, on a $2 million one-year deal. Mm -hmm. So that keeps some depth play there. And then you have Walker Little, which I really don't know what they're going to do with Walker Little. I don't know if they're going to try to move him to guard. They're going to make him a backup left tackle to Cam Robinson. Or they're going to try to move him to the right side to compete with Jawan Taylor. Yeah, I mean, I think Walker Little is kind of the wild card right now. It would make sense at least competing with Juwan Taylor at the right tackle spot and then going from there. Um, you know, I'm not sure how capable Juwan Taylor is uh, of playing the guard. I mean, he's a big enough dude. But, like, the way I kind of see it playing out is that Walker Little should win the training camp battle at right tackle. 
And then it comes into question of can you move Juwan Taylor to some sort of, of guard spot or then is Juwan Taylor kind of your, your, your swing tackle, your backup tackle going forward? Yeah, uh, let's talk about a couple other things that Stuart Weber has shared with us coming out of the Doug Peterson, Trent Balky discussion. Uh, he says Darius Williams has proven he can play outside or inside. We'll put the best two out there, so up to him on what role he earns. Doug says so much 11 personnel to cover right now, he'll be on the field a lot. Uh, Darius Williams primarily has played the outside. Mm-hmm. Tyson Campbell, we think, fits on the outside. Shaq Griffin certainly fits on the outside. Does this look like Darius Williams, Tyson Campbell are going to duke it out for one of the spots and the loser of that battle will then turn into the nickel? Does that sound about right to you, Austin? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I figured, you know, when we we broke it down uh, to start the show today. I mean, I think it's going to be a battle to see who the two is going to be. And then, you know, I mean, there's really no losers here, but the, the, the guy that doesn't make it will then probably be designated to the slot position. He, he, uh, I'm seeing John Shipley tweet this now. Bulky said about Darius Williams, the quote here is, just watch him cover Christian Kirk. Says he can play inside and outside. That's interesting, right, because he played in the same division these last couple of years. Yeah. And so um, you got to be flexible and you got to be versatile. I don't know. Maybe we get too wrapped up in some of that stuff. Bottom line is they think Darius Williams can do both. Uh, Stuart Weber also tweeting this out. This from Trent. Supply and demand and free agency. If Christian Kirk plays to the levels that incentives are at, nobody will say anything about the contract. It's only if he plays bad, then they say something. We're not worried about that. So they obviously feel very confident. And, well, the contract said that they felt confident in what Christian Kirk can become. The one other thing they said, Austin, this is always my favorite, by the way, that said uh, we targeted six guys and we got the six guys. <laughs> I love that in hindsight. It's yeah. always like, yeah, like we're going to tell you that, hey, we really wanted two other guys, but we didn't get them. Well, then <laughs> what happened with Amari Cooper? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't so, know if that's so, come up yet. I haven't seen that. Out okay, of the well, well, then stop lying to us because you probably targeted seven guys. You didn't get Amari Cooper. <laughs> Unless you're telling the truth, <laughs> in which case you didn't point. go after Amari Cooper, and then I'm even more upset. So... Either, either you're lying or you, or you didn't do your job. Which one do you want? Well, well, he said the free agency. So he's, no, he's I got you. I got you. I, got you. I guess. But, you know, it's I, I love that out of, like, the NFL folks, though. And, I, listen, I love a lot of great people who had great conversations over the years, but I could always tell when they were doing this. It was like, well, they're not going to sit there and tell you that they swung and missed on somebody. Yeah. Now, if it's crystal clear and we all already know, well, maybe that's a thing. But, like, that's my favorite thing about the draft, right? The draft is, oh, yeah, we got the uh, X guy, um, uh, 33rd, but guaranteed this is what they'll say about the 33rd overall pick. Oh, yeah, we had him as a top 15 guy on our board. Sure, for sure. For like, there's no doubt. Like, like, there is no question they'll say we had him as a top 15 guy on our board. No doubt they'll say that about the 33rd overall pick coming up this in, in April. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the way it rolls. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I just love that stuff uh, coming out of the NFL buildings. Um uh, so, anyway, Jags seemingly did get their guys. Now, I will say this. In, in, in the fair to them, I think that these guys that they did target outside of Amari Cooper. Now, Amari Cooper was a trade guy. I'm not sure they did target anybody else. Uh, th- there was a quote coming out of here from some of the folks that are tweeting about it. Uh, that are down at Jags headquarters today saying uh, that they tried to come up with something for DJ Chark on a one-year and just couldn't make it work uh, from both sides. And so they were interested in bringing DJ Chark 
it sounded like. Um, but I would say, like, I don't know how high on the priority list Zay Jones was for them. Like, did they target Zay Jones as one of their six free agent pickups? I'm not so sure about that. But I could believe that they targeted Sheriff and the linebacker and the defensive tackle mm-hmm. and obviously Kirk um, and who am I missing? Uh, oh, and Ingram. Yeah. I could believe that. Mm-hmm. But like when you go spend when you go spend thirty million, forty million, those are guys that you probably targeted and probably had plans for. You don't just walk into that kind of deal, especially the way all this tampering is set up now. Uh, but when you give me the one year guys, right? Like an Ingram. I'm not so sure they didn't try to get somebody else or wanted somebody else. Ertz or one of these guys that got tagged, those other guys were probably in their plans, Austin. They were probably hoping one of those guys came available, and they didn't. And so their secondary plan then fell to maybe a guy like Evan Ingram. Of course, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't think when we were talking about free agency a couple months back in terms of the the, the tight ends that were possibly going to be available, I mean, we really didn't mention Evan Ingram a lot just because there was a laundry list of them. The franchise tag changes all that. And now you get a guy who, you know, I mean, yeah, O.J. Howard was out there. Um, Uzma was out there. I think he goes to New York, if I'm not mistaken now. Um, at the end of the day, you, you got a very intriguing prospect. And I call him prospect. He's been around for a while. But you, you get a very intriguing guy in Evan Ingram who maybe hasn't even played his best football yet. So, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I don't know if this makes you feel better or worse, but Trent Falky did confirm that they were in conversations about Amari Cooper. Well, well then you missed on one of them, or not? Again, again, okay. specific yeah, the free agency. The free agency. Okay. But yeah, uh, we'll see if we learn a little more. Again, Stuart Weber scheduled to join us in the five o'clock hour. He is down there, so some of this is being tweeted. That doesn't always provide all the context. Uh, so hopefully we'll get a little more context on a couple of these discussions. Can we take this live stream outside with this alligator and, and ch- chat with him a little bit? Can we take this say, live stream outside? Absolutely. Let's do it. Absolutely. Let's I do mean, it. listen, we go live all the time. Let's go. Let's hit the road. Let's go outside. Let's see what the, the gator's up to. Yep. Uh, Animal Planet continues right after this. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. It's a significant upgrade. You think about, you know, the, the big threes that we've had in this league. Could you imagine, you know, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas coming back healthy and, and being able to put that together with that defense? That defense is Super Bowl ready. Now, That is Bart Scott. Brent Martineau. Along with Austin Lane, Casey Kurtz. And we're now calling them the Gator Wranglers. Gator Boys. What is a Gator Gator Boys? What is a... I mean, we're a FSU station. Is there a problem with that? Uh, we... What, what is like a Gator Handler called? R- Wrangler. Isn't yeah. it? Hunter? Okay, well, Is it a Wrangler? Hunter? I mean, Steve, Steve Erden was a crocodile yeah. hunter. He didn't, he didn't actually kill any of them. He was just wrangling them. Yeah. Yeah, crocodile hunter. There you go. Alligator hunter? Um, all right. Just curious. You said the Gator Boys, though. Weren't they, were they part of that show, or was there a show about them specifically? The Gator Boys? Is there a thing? Yeah. Is that a thing? With, with, yeah, there's... Well, there's like... Um, isn't there a show where they show you, like, guys... Um, getting gators out of Are you talking about like, swamp backyards people? and catching these. Oh, people. never mind. Uh, is that what it's called? I mean, there uh, is no, swamp be, people. I feel know. like a. 
there's a show like on one of the state one of you know whatever million stations there are like that show like these guys getting gators out of uh like backyards well, or other places that, let's go ahead and ask google what we got to work with here i'm telling you swamp people there is oh, so yeah there is a is gator boys swamp people? no there's a there's swamp people there's gator boys uh it's on animal planet gator boys okay there you go yeah See? You're all over it. You didn't even know it. Nah, can't say I've ever seen that one. Or I've seen Swamp People. No, I've seen Swamp People before. I've never seen... What, what's what's going on? He's all making right. a move? Casey? What's, what, what's, what's up, Casey? Brent, <laughs> like, this like thing's... Hang on, hang on. This thing's locked at least. Oh, wait. Kip? Oh, man. What he, is he, it? I think he's going for something. Oh, Brent, he's going in attack mode. Get video. Whoa. I'll take, take care of the show. You guys get video. Hang on, hang on. Okay. No, it's, I, I keep on talking. I just got to change seats. Or I won't be in on the stream. I'm, I'll take some video here, and we'll see what's going on. Yeah, he, he's making a move here, man. It's, this is like Queen's Gambit, where she brings the queen out to try to take down that Russian dude. <laughs> this is what's going on right now. He was chilling. He was just chilling in the sun, and now all of a sudden he made a move here. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what he's trying to attack, but he's making a move, Brent. I'll keep, I'll keep you posted. Yeah. <laughs> just, you just compared a gator making a move. Yeah. To the Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Well, this is. Yeah. I mean, the, the, some animals play, you know, checkers. This guy's playing chess right now. He's, he's slow playing it. <laughs> we'll see. We'll oh see. man. All right. Okay. Uh, Queen's Gambit was fantastic, by the way. Great, great show. Very good. Fantastic. Uh, Dare Agumbawale, by the way, former Jag, signs with the Texans. $3.3 million contract. How about that? Two years. So, uh, I think he's a good player. Yeah, good for him. Uh, I mean, do they still have David Johnson, right? If I'm not mistaken. they still have him? Yeah, I think they still have him. But, I mean, yeah, it no, seemed, I yeah, but it seemed like the theme of the Texans was they had a lot of names, like they had Philip Lindsay and everything, but couldn't really get consistent running back play out of those guys. So, I think from a Goomba Wally standpoint, he might have a chance to do something there. Yeah, I think he flashed a little bit. Also, special teams guy. So, uh, hey, the Titans released Julio Jones. Is Julio Jones done, or would that be somebody you'd be interested in if you were probably not the Jags? But, I mean, does the name still do something for people? I mean, yeah, the, the, the name's got to do something for people just because of the resume. But, you know, injuries, obviously, age, and depending on what the price is going to be. Like, I mean, I, I don't need to see him in Jacksonville. Casey, I, I know you're a giant fan of him. You have your fantasy football team. Does he do anything for you? Nope. Nope. <laughs> He's not good. I don't think we need to sign him. I think we just move on and definitely don't draft him in fantasy. <laughs> do we have an update on the Gator? Did What kind of move did he made or did make, or did he just go like three feet? You guys got all excited. No, so here's what happened. Home, Casey. I was watching out the window. You guys were having a conversation, and he, he got up like he was going to go-go, so I started screaming for Austin. Yep. But he was on the show, so he you know headphones couldn't hear me that well. And then he stopped. And is now has like his neck up, but like in the water a bit. So he's all the way out of the water still, but like his face is in. Yeah. So I thought he was going full attack mode, but then he stopped. Oh wait, wait, oh, 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 we have movement. We got movement. I think he's going back in the water. Ah. Uh, tired this, of you this guys. This thing is huge, though. I, I can't. That I can't. Is a, no, it's a big gator. I yeah. tweeted the picture you shared. It was yeah. a big gator, man. I mean, this. Are we talking eight feet, Casey? I'd say that's a good eight foot gator. Yeah, has eight feet. Okay. I mean, that, that was to I was totally not expecting to see that size gator. Yeah. Because I've seen the ones you're talking about. Like, they got a little one in there. For sure, for yeah, sure. That, that sucker's grown up. I wish Ty would grow up as fast as that little guy <laughs> growing up. But, uh, I mean, that thing's legit now. I mean, yeah. that, that's a big-size gator. Like, 
Sooner, someone from the station's got to have somebody come over and take that thing out. No, now I'm afraid no, to go to my. Don't, don't no. snitch. No. But, well, yeah, no. but I, I, I come out of like, I come out of this TV station at like midnight, and I'm not too far from where that water is, and now I don't want to be no. like in the dark getting attacked by a game. You gotta shut the fun down for everybody. <laughs> This thing is safer first than the all, goose, I'm telling know, you. Brent, be an athlete, yeah. first of all. You know, and, and, and last time I checked. Rub the zigzag. And the last time, yeah, a serpentine <laughs> pattern. That's what he told me, too. It's called a serpentine pattern. You guys better get it right. Uh, stay safe out there. Brent, last time I checked, your cell phone's got a, it's got a little camera on it. It's got a little flash on it. So use that it flash. Yeah, it's got a little, you know, flashlight on it. What so if you hide under the car? Be an athlete. Once again, can't state this enough. Do not ruin this for us, all right? We have a mascot right now in, in, in our backyard. Uh, it's breathtaking. And the last thing I want to see him do is bring some Australian guy to try, try to come wrangle him, and then you take him away from us. <laughs> this is all we uh, got right now. In a week, what's more likely to be our mascot, the goose or the gator? <laughs> I hope the gator, because it's like I was telling Casey, if it's the goose versus the gator, I got the gator in the first round with a 10-8 round, as they call it in the business, 10-8. Listen, we already know we're the, the, the toughest show in town, yeah. to you. but uh, now we have the gator as our mascot, like a legit gator, That's by what the I'm way, saying. not just like a run gator. No, this, this isn't some... Like well, we're talking about like we got a legit gator. Yeah, and it's not some cute baby gator, you know, like maybe you can have as a pet. This is a full-blown, full-size gator we're talking about right now. Yeah, you can see the picture. I tweeted it out. I mean, it's legit. Yep. So um, that's what's going on today on a Wednesday. Uh, I'm not even there. I'm here in southwest Florida looking at the Gulf of Mexico. I don't see any gators, but I see some dolphins. Um, that's very nice. And uh, when we come back, football at 5, Stuart Weber scheduled to join us as he is down at Jags headquarters. A lot of news coming out of the Jags giving us some insight on what just went down in free agency where the Jags landed seven big free agents, spent a ton of money. More of the thought process on all of that. Plus, we go over our brackets, not blow by blow. We won't bore you with that. But some of the upset potentials, Final Four, National Champ. And I do have this question, guys. Do you care about the first four, like, at all? We'll talk a little bit about that. <laughs> uh, even though we call it football at five, we'll spend a little time on basketball as well. Action Sports Shacks, uh, SPN 690 on a Wednesday.